Hi, welcome to Solo BG Podcast. This is episode number 57. And if this is your first time in the show, well, welcome. Like I always said, this is a show where we talk uh, about, or a podcast where we talk about board games, mainly solo and cooperative board games. But also once in a while, we talk about a competitive games. And that episode, we name it Solo with Friends. That means a game that is fully competitive or it has a trader mechanic or a certain role that it doesn't allow you to play it solo or cooperative. Anyway, this is episode number 57. I'm very happy to be here with you. Now, if you if you can notice the the sound of my voice a little bit weird, well, it's because right now I'm having like a cold, like a seasonal cold flu type of I hope, <laughs> we all hope that it's not the, you know, unfortunately the coronavirus that is going around the world. But, you know, I don't have other symptoms that, you know, a little bit of congestion. So that's why you hear my voice like that. Uh, anyway, welcome. And we're going to talk about board games tonight, today, this evening, because that's what matters. Of course, that's why you are here, not to know about me. Anyway, uh, we got we have a very special one because, uh, you know, this game, I kickstarted it. You know, I backed it. Uh, it's a worker placement game. But then the designer and the publisher... They were very kind and they sent me some of the expansions, you know, to, to play this game, to try it out, to have another, uh, you know, more variation, I guess. Uh, and we try it. We try it solo. We try it uh, uh, competitive because the game is a competitive game, but you can play it solo. That's why this is not a solo with friends episode. Uh, the game plays one of the four players. And as you can tell on the title of the episode, the name is called Movie Empire. Uh, and is uh, designed or directed in this case because it's a movie game uh, by Kirsten Schulman. I hope I pronounced it correctly. I believe he's uh, in Germany or he's from Germany. Uh, but anyway, I could be wrong. So I apologize if I'm saying something wrong. Anyway, like always, you know, I, I always use this uh, first part of the show before we officially kicked in. Uh, you know, about to get, to tell you a little bit about, you know, what's going on in the in the hobby world, at least from my perspective and what I've been playing and those things. Well, I'm going to talk about what I've been playing after we kick in officially. But yeah, some news or, or, you know, things like that. So anyway, I want to once again, thank you all of you for being here for this episode. And also for all of you that follow us in our social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Recently, we had the giveaway of Marvel Champions LCG, the mat and the promo cards that they will release only on US. Now, uh, the winner of that uh, contest or the giveaway, it was announced on last episode. So if you still haven't found out if you won the game or the mat, I'm sorry, and you are listening to this episode, well, go back to the previous one because, you know, I said who is the, the winner on that episode. Don't go yet. Listen to this one and then you go. Uh, but, uh, you know, or if you happen to listen to the episode and you know the winner, well, let him know. Because so far, it's been a week. And, you know, I've been I've been trying to let a little bit of people listen to the episode. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the winner knows. Uh, so I'm about to to send the, the, uh, the giveaway. But anyway, in case, because I don't want to spoil too much. So just go and, and listen if you were in the in the in the giveaway in that way you could be the lucky winner. Anyway, now this was all confusing <laughs> and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, so yeah, this is episode number fifty seven. We're gonna talk about movie Empire. Recently, we hit our mark of five hundred, uh, more than five hundred likes and and followers on Facebook. So to celebrate, I'm gonna have another giveaway. I'm gonna announce it very very soon. Um, it's another uh, special thing that I will give to all of you, my friends. Uh, well, not to all of you, to one lucky winner. But once again, like I always do, uh, you know, I can ship anywhere in the world. Doesn't matter where you are. I will ship that uh, price for you. So that that I'm going to announce it uh, probably this week in our social media. So make sure that you follow us there as well, especially on Facebook, because most of our giveaways, we do it through Facebook. Um, but I'm also going to start to give some some giveaways on Instagram because I happen to know that there's a lot of people now that they don't use Facebook and they just use Instagram or Twitter. So I'm going to do some special giveaways for Twitter and Instagram together and another one for Facebook. So anyway, just to be aware that you can win 
certain things in all of those platforms. And remember that this podcast, it can be found wherever podcasts are available. That means Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, wherever, wherever the, the audio can be streamed, that's where Solo BG can be found. Anyway, once again, this is episode number 57. We're going to talk about Movie Empire, and let's start like always in three, two, one. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Okay, so now we are officially on the episode and I'm very happy once again i forgot to mention on the last section of the show which it was like the pre or intro uh i'm still trying still trying to play around with this new uh console and audio recorder and a little bit of the equipment that i got so once again to all of you amazing listeners and then that had contact me through email at solobgpodcast at gmail.com of all of you or all of you that had leave your comments Uh, on, you know, trying to help me out to improve a little bit the sound quality. I really appreciate it. And still, if you are out there and I'm pretty know you, I'm pretty sure, I'm sorry, that you know more than me in this matter, please reach out to me either on my social medias or once again, solobgpodcast at gmail.com. In that way, probably you can give me some advice. Now, once again, the, vi the, vo <laughs> the voice sounds funny, but it's because I'm going through a, through a little bit of a seasonal cold here in Indianapolis, Indiana, because the weather has been crazy changing. Like yesterday, it was very cold. We were around, well, very cold. I guess it's about, two, it was like 25, 30 degrees. We had a little bit of snow. Uh, and the day before, it was um, uh, 60 degrees, close to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. So it was like a 30 or 40 degrees change. Now today is like 55. So it's been changing like crazy. So I'm trying to blame that for, for, for you know, for my fun, for my uh, cold. And that's, you know, a consequence and that gives the, my funny voice. But anyway, uh, that's not the audio quality. That's my voice. Once again, if you have any advice for audio quality, I really appreciate it. Now, like always, let me tell you what I've been playing recently. And this week I've been crazy busy at work. So this is actually probably one of the few weeks since I started the hobby that I haven't played that much. Uh, you know, uh, pretty much since I started, I started playing like crazy, like, uh, you know, the most that I can. And especially because solo games, right? I mean, those are very easy. You don't need anybody else other than yourself. But, uh, you know, I play not that crazy amount of games this week, but I still play some. Uh, play some. And let me tell you what I play. I play the new expansion of Disney Villainous. And, you know, that's called The Perfectly Wretched. Um, the reason why I play that one is because my wife is a huge fan of the game. Uh, she loves the villainous games. I like it as well, but she really enjoys it more than me. And, uh, you know, we were surfing on the, on the internet like a, a couple of nights ago. And she found out that Target had like a special Target, you know, the franchise stores here in the U.S. had like a special, uh, you know, limited edition of villainous with, you know, with a slipcover and an a exclu exclusive miniature piece. So she didn't hesitate. She didn't doubt it. She just ordered it. And we got the expansion. It looks very cool because the, the, uh, the cover or the sleep cover is like a Dalmatas, kind of like Dalmatian, I guess, in English. You know, like uh, black, I'm sorry, white with black spots. And then a Cruella de Vil, the miniature is like very sparkly and shiny. So I guess that's the only difference between that one and the normal one that you can get retailer. Um, so anyway, we played expansion. I played with Pete. Pete, um, you know, for all of you, Amazing listeners that don't know, Pete was one of the first villains back on the old days when uh, Mickey Mouse was black and white and pretty much for Disney was only Mickey Mouse and Pluto and all those characters. So that was Pete. I play with Pete uh, and with Pete you had to complete certain goals that they're hitting in tokens in your location, Matt. And also uh, my wife play, of course, with Cruella de Vil. So you're trying to capture all the, the little puppies and then trying to bring them to your, to your you know, to Cruella's in that way she can make her coat and things like that. So it's, it's fun. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed the expansion. I believe probably from all the expansions that I have played from Villainous, that's my favorite so far. And I have played the, the previous ones. I thought that the Scar one, which was the previous one that, you know, you got the Scar from the Lion King. 
I thought that was going to be my favorite, but no, actually, actually, uh, this one probably is my favorite because Pete, uh, it's plays awesome. Cruella de Vil is awesome, and I haven't played with the other character there, but you know, I think this one is the most that I that I really enjoyed. So that's Villainous from Disney, and it's from Ravensburger. Uh, so it looks beautiful on the table. I share some pictures in a social media at Solo BG Podcast once again on Facebook, Instagram. You can check it out there. Uh, also, I got the, recently the neoprene mod for one of my favorite key masters game, which is Sparks. Uh, you know, I I've been telling my friends I'm a huge huge fan already of key masters games on the aspect that they put a lot of love on the on the games, and you can tell because uh, the components first of all the components quality it's good. Uh, you know, um, in all the games that I have tried from them, which I pre- I think I'm pretty sure I own. Most of their games, I own Caper, I own, uh, I own Campy Creatures, the second edition, I own uh, uh, also Space Parks, I also own uh, now Parks, so, you know, it's 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 very nice, the components are very nice, and in, in, the, in Parks, you know, you have the, the inserts and everything, which I will do an episode about it, so I, I, that's why I don't want to spoil too much about the game, but I got the neoprene mat for that, uh, which, by the way, they just finished their Kickstarter, they announced today on their Facebook page that you can still jump in and, you know, be to the pledge manager and all the stuff. And that's when you can get the neoprene mat. Now, honestly, the neoprene mat, I got it from Amazon. So this is my advice for all of you, my friends, that you are in the U.S. Right now in Amazon, it's $25, which is the same price that you will get it on the Kickstarter as an add-on. But, you know, in order to avoid the waiting you can go to that option of Amazon. It's from the same key master game stores on Amazon. Now, if you want to support the Kickstarter, then you might as well jump in on the Pledge Manager, uh, get the expansions right now that they just announced for the game, and you can get the Neoprene mat as an add-on. Now, if you ask me, Derek, do you need the Neoprene mat to play the game? For this game, I will say yes. I definitely will say yes. You don't need it. I mean, of course, 100% because you get the cardboard mat. But once we talk about the game on an episode, which I guess I can spoil a little bit, one of the things that I don't like is that the mat, uh, it you know, it doesn't lay completely on the table. Like, it has some folded areas. I think it's because the mat is small. The cardboard mat is a little bit small, and that's why it doesn't allow to... It's not heavy enough to to allow it to be completely laid down on the on the table. Um, but you can get the neoprene mat and it looks beautiful. It really brings the game on like even more beautiful than what it is. And the cool thing about the mat is it has, it has the special size for everything for you to put the components, for you to be laying down the, the trail that you're going to be hiking and things like that. Once again, it's going to come the episode. It's going to come very soon. The episode we're going to talk about parks, but this is one of the games that I really think that you, if you can get the neoprene mat, get it. There are some other games, like for example, I don't know, the most recent one that I'm about to play, which is the solo version of uh, Batman Ninja from DC Deck Building Game. Uh, you know, DC Deck Building Game, I I really like DC Deck Building Game probably because I like the DC universe. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy every time that I play it. But they sell the mats, right, for example, for the Rebirth, which is the newest version. Uh, and you don't need the mat. I mean, if you get the mat, that's cool. You know, you have like, it looks better in the table and you get more immersed in the game, but you don't need it. Just to throw an example, right? But in the case of parks, if you can get the mat, get the mat. Don't think about it. Just get the mat. It's very accessible, 25 American dollars, and it, it will be worth it. Believe me, you're going to then comment me and be like, Derek, you were right. <laughs> it was really worth it. So there's this. And, uh, once again, Key Masters game is not paying me or giving me any source of a sponsorship money or anything. No, <laughs> I bought the game by with my money. I buy the neoprint with my money from my Amazon credit. And, you know, I definitely recommend it. Um, the other one that I've been playing is Star Wars Outer Rim. Star Wars The Outer Rim. I was on my favorite local gaming store the other day, which is called Game Preserve here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And, you know, they have a rewards program like most of the gaming store has. Um, so I had, um, close to 50 American dollars already on credit. And last Sunday I was walking by and I wanted to get a game and I was, you know, I was trying to make a decision because there's a few games that I really want to, to get on my collection. And one of them was Star Wars Outer Rim. 
Uh, even if I'm a huge Star Wars fan, a huge, huge, like, books and everything, movies, uh, TV show, uh, comics, um, you know, you name it, uh, I was a little bit, like, away from this game. It was something on the game that it didn't sound very, I don't know, attractive to me. I don't want to say appealing, but attractive to me. I was completely wrong. <laughs> Why? Because I ended up getting the game. Uh, that Sunday, I came to, to, to my house. You know, I lay it on the game room and I started reading read the instructions. And I had a blast. Uh, this game, I can compare it probably if you have played Western Legends from Colossal Games. And it's like a sandbox type of game. This is the same, but in the Star Wars universe. So you have the roles of a different, uh, you know... Characters like Boba Fett, uh, Lando Carissia, uh, uh, of course Han Solo, and other characters from the TV shows and the movies. Uh, and you are trying to complete missions, trying to either do jobs, complete bounties, uh, or capture bounties, kill them, depends on what you, you, you want to do. Uh, you can get upgrades for your ships, you're flying across the galaxy, you can increase their gear for your characters. Uh, you know, the components are good, the cards are good, uh, the dice, they're for me, brings very good memories because they are the same dice or very similar dice to the X-Wing, the miniatures game, but this is these are gold and shiny. I love them. Um, so Star Wars Outer Rim, I had a blast. It's a game of bounty hunters, mercenaries, and smugglers, and it's for one to four players in the Star Wars universe. Uh, definitely check it out. Once again, I'm planning on doing an episode of this game. I usually... You know, that, that, now that I, that I say it, uh, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, some people uh, ask me, uh, you know, Derek, I've been listening to your podcast and, you know, I've been really enjoying it, which thank you again. But it seems like you don't, most of the games that you name, you always ended up like liking them or, uh, or you, you know, you always give them like an average rating or a good rating. And the reason why it's because it's the same as when, when I talked to my friend Adam Smith which, by the way, if you haven't listened to that interview, it's in episode 50. Uh, usually the games that I bring to the table are either games that a publisher send me that I contact them or they contact me, but it's usually games that they're appealing to, to what I like. And other times, uh, you know, it's games that I, just, that I just buy, but before I buy the game, I usually also try to get a filter, you know, of, of the game, the type of game that I like. Now, that's not always true because I also by you know as a part of the hobby i guess like very blindly sometimes and get games that i still haven't played them but when i really like a game or when i tend to like a game i usually try to do an episode about it and that's why now that's not completely true because last episode i mentioned to you about batman flux which i love batman i mean is my favorite character ever of everything and i hate the game i mean i give the game a 0.1 just the point one is because it's batman but usually Usually, it's going to be games that I, you know, that I enjoy in certain in certain parts in certain times. Now, I'm pretty sure the time is going to come when a publisher or a designer or a store send me a game for me to play it and do an episode about it. And if I don't like it, well, I'm just going to tell you I don't like it. Like, like I always say on the beginning of the episode, you know, this game was provided to me or whatever in that way you are aware. But once again, um, you know, that doesn't change my thoughts. So even if somebody sent me a game, if I ended up not liking it, well... You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. I mean, that that's my thoughts and my opinion. I will probably give you the cons and, and the pros of the game, but I will tell you my general review. So anyway, uh, sorry if I sniff a little bit. Once again, I'm through a little cold. Uh, I play Star Wars Outer Rim as well, and you know, I will do an episode about it, and I really enjoy it because it's a Star Wars. Why not? Uh, and that's what I've been playing all this week. Like I said, it's been weird because usually I play more. But I've been busy with grown-up stuff, I guess, with real adult stuff. So, so yeah, but I'm looking forward to playing more. Like, right now I have set up the DC Batman Ninja. DC deck building the Batman Ninja expansion for solo game. There's a variant over there on, on Board Game Geek. Not particularly about Batman Ninja, but I did a, a little bit of modifications in order to play it solo. Which, if it works, I will share it with you next episode as well. Or in the social media as well. So now, now that we uh, now that we talk about the intro, what I've been playing, we're gonna start uh, with Movie Empire, which is today's episode or tonight or this evening. Once again, this game is uh, directed or designed by Carson Schulman and is published by Stimulus Games. Uh, now, this game it's a one to four players, 
And we're going to talk about more when we talk about the boxing cover, which we're going to do in three, two, one. So let's go to our first section of the show, which is box and cover. Box and cover. Okay, so now we are in the box and cover section of the show. Movie Empire. First, the box, not very big. Uh, it's just like, um, I don't know, you know, I, I should start to measure the boxes. I, I should start in that way. I can give you, you know, that exactly the dimensions. But it's, it's definitely less than the, than the standard 12 by 12, I guess. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, let me see. I'm in my game room. If you can compare these box size, it's kind of like a, the ticket to ride the New York and the London, which is like a small boxes express or like a little bit bigger, like a little bit wider than the code names uh, boxes. Uh, probably, I guess the other comparison will be if you put two tiny epic boxes together uh, side by side from tiny epic games, well, you it will be the same the same size of this one. So it's not a big, big, big box. So that's a movie empire, the box and cover. And like always, I have the box here. Let me let me move it a little bit. Close the mic. It doesn't have too many. Um, too many meeples or anything like that, so that's why you don't hear that many. But I'm I'm moving here, the box around it. Um, once again, it's polished by Stimulus Game. Plays one to four players, sixty to one hundred and twenty minutes, and the age is fourteen year plus. And then on the back, it tells you the list of the components that you're gonna get, uh, and it tells you do you have what it takes to take Hollywood by storm and become the best movie producer of our time. Movie Empire is an intriguing mix of pure worker placement and set collection with lots of spoofs for one or four players. And as Hollywood, it's a shark tank. You have two styles of play with a completely optional Black Dossier variant that adds a takedown mechanic to the gameplay. And then, uh, you know, it has some reviews like from Man vs. Meeple where they said it's a really interesting and incredible thematic worker placement game. So, and you can find stimulus games in all the social media platforms. So that's what you get on the box and cover. That was very quick. And now, also, let me tell you this before we jump into the next section. On the box and cover, here on the portrait, I really like the <clears throat> the design of the box. You know, it has like a like the character that you won't see on the game, which is called Mr. Grumpy. <laughs> anyway, uh, you get the, the movie <laughs> Mr. Grumpy here on the front. And then you have a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, like art from very famous movies, like pop culture movies, that of course they have some variations that are fan art made, but like Lord of the Rings, uh, you have Jaws, Indiana Jones, Godzilla, kind of like a like a Star Wars, uh, you know, War on the Galaxy, I guess, uh, you know, so that's that's cool. And then on the side you have the Godfather, which is holding a cat, Back to the Future, which is one of my favorite franchises ever which by the way they're coming out with a new game our friends from prosper hall and funko uh they're coming up with a new back to the future games stay tuned to that and yeah you have also alien uh and titanic as well you have all the movies which is is one thing that i will share with you in my thoughts anyway that's the box and cover section of the movie empire i didn't want to jump into the next section without without talking about the cover and now that we did it let's go and see what do we find inside the box? Inside the box. Okay, so now we are in the section where I'm going to open this uh, this bad boy here and talk to you about what do we see inside, or what do we find, better said, inside the box. So let's open it, and I'm opening it right now. The first thing that you get, it's a rule book, of course, and it's in German and in English. So if you happen to know German well, there you go. You can uh, have the rule book in German or in English. Uh, because you're listening to this, well, uh, you can have the rule book as well in English. I will share my thoughts with you about the rule book at the end. Also, you have the modular boards. You get uh, three, uh, four of them modular boards that, in that way, it it gives you the ability of you know laying out the the main board on the game as any you know way that you want, basically. And then I'm here trying to get the the tableau, the personal tableau. You get the four of them. And they're double-sided. In that way, you can choose whatever favorite art uh, you know it gives you. Once again, I'm gonna share something of the tableau at the end of the game, and then you get all the rest of the components, the cards, the meeples, the tokens, um, the first player token, which I will tell you the uh, automa cards or the or the deck of cards that you are used to you're gonna use to play solo. So what you get in total, you get the script cards, which is 27, the production card, 53 cards, the start cards, strength cards, annual plan cards, and the deck for solo play. You get uh, also the tokens that I mentioned to you that they include the golden statue, the market, the black dossier, the prest prestige points, the grumpy standee, 
and you get the workers, which they are called assistant meeples. Uh, you get also the first uh, wooden, uh, the first uh, player token, which is a wooden token, and you get also the winner photo card that you can share in the social media. Uh, six uh, player eight cards, which you know for to give to every player in that way. We can all be aware of what's going on in the game, and we can all see the end, uh, the end of the game victory points. And that's basically what you get inside the box. And then on the inside the box also, it looks very, very nice and very cool because even on the little, uh, little bit, even on this, I guess what do they call the inserts that I guess that they come, came, the cardboard insert that it comes with the game. Even that one inside the box has illustrations about movie empire and different movies and like production staff and so forth. And I think it's pretty cool because, uh, you know, usually the inserts on the games, they just like little, like literally in black or gray or brown. But this one, they put some love and you have the illustrations as well inside the box on the cardboard from the box, which I think I, that's once again, those are the details that sometimes we need to appreciate a little bit more in games because that also tells you uh, how much love they put on the project or how much they care about the little details. Anyway, that's what you find inside the box on Movie Empire. And now that we talk about it, let's see. And let me tell you a little bit the, in a simple way because this game can has a little bit of tricky variants there. But let me explain in a, in a simple way what you're going to do and how the game plays. Game play. Okay, so now we are in the gameplay section of the show. And let me explain to you how you're going to play Movie Empire. And basically, like in the box told you, Yes, now we are, uh, you know, a movies producer or directors, and we're trying to produce a movie, a Hollywood movie. So basically, you're going to have all the different modules or board modular aspect of the game, which is the different cardboards, and you're going to lay them out on the convenient way that it's easier for everybody around the table. Also, every one of the players are going to get four meeples or some, uh, four workers or assistants. You're also going to get uh, some gold at the beginning of the game, which is like a wooded token on a gold tracker. And also some uh, sympathy for Mr. Grumpy, which Mr. Grumpy, you can think about it, the owner of the Warner Bros. or the owner of the United Artists or the owner of any uh, filmmaker uh, home production company, I guess. So anyway, that's Mr. Grumpy. You want to make him happy because if he's happy, he's going to give you more victory points at the end of the game. And also, he's going to give you more money every round. He's going to give you more benefits. So how the gameplay is very simple, in a way, <laughs> I guess. Um, you're going to work through uh, four stages in the game. The pre-production, the shooting, the post-production, and the marketing. And in each uh, in each round, you're also going to have phases, which is the grumpy phase. What happened on the grumpy phase? Well, uh, you're going to have a deck of cards that Mr. Grumpy is going to reveal every turn that you're going to be able to see what is coming the next turn. And basically, he's going to limit your actions or give you some benefits sometimes. Things like, for example, oh, this turn, you cannot to go to a certain place on the board or this turn you're gonna get extra some money or things like that or this turn you can only produce uh you know uh action films or this turn you can only produce drama films with uh without this uh, amount of cards or you can only produce action films as long as you have an actor uh, action actor on the on the production line so things like that right he's gonna be modifying the game eventually during the game during his deck or with his deck, better said. So anyway, once you reveal his um, his face or what he's gonna do on that round, you're also gonna get your uh, your budget, which is depending where you are on his track on your tableau, because every character is gonna get a tableau. That's the amount of money that you're gonna get to start to buy production cards and and cast actors and things like that. So I guess at this point I can tell you what you can do you know, uh, with that budget. So with that budget, uh, depends on the number of players that you're playing, you have different uh, slots open either to get actors, um, to get scripts, you know, to make a movie, uh, to get production cards, and that's basically it. Uh, so that's where you need to worry about when you have your, your, your budget phase because then also you're going to jump in into the working phase and that's where your assistants, they're going to go and do the work. What can they do once again? 
get an actor, get a script card, get a production card. Uh, also, they can go and get the dossier, which it triggers a certain ability, or you can do certain things with that black dossier. Uh, it's going to cost you money, of course, so that's why you're going to Kind of try to keep in mind your budget, and in order to keep in mind your budget, you need to be in bed uh, in best standards with Grumpy because Grumpy is the one that is going to give you the money every round. Also, you can go and trade cards, you can go uh, and try to make Grumpy a little bit happier on your tableau, but also you send Grumpy to somebody else in that way that that person you know now is need to face Grumpy. It's like Grumpy is going to pay them a, a personal visit to their offices to see how the work is going on. Uh, also, you can trade the black dossier that you get that you can get before to increase your sympathy with Grumpy because basically the theme is that you know you the black dossier has a secret for Mr. Grumpy or from the filmmaker company, so you uh, take it take it to him like kind of a sabotage type, uh, you know, and well, actually, sabotage the sabotage action. I'm sorry, it's gonna come later. But basically, if you if you deliver the black dossier. You can get uh, more popularity with him. If you don't have it, well, you can increase the popularity. That's another space that you can send your worker. You can also get the first player token and get some money. You can also sa do the saboteur action. Now, if you have the black dossier, you're gonna put it. Uh, you can uh, turn it in to get some cards. Look at them secretly. Pick one or two, and then put the other ones. Uh, you know, discard them. Uh, you can go to the bank and get money, and you know, in order to launch your movie. And that's basically what you can do. Those are the places that you can go with your workers. Now. Every round, every round, uh, the line of characters, the line of actors, I'm sorry, is going to be changing in that way. You can get some actors, different, more actors, different rounds in that way. Depends on your movie needs. You get the script cards are going to be, you know, uh, you know, refreshing as well every round. The production cards are going to be moving and some of them are going to be getting discarded. In that way, we can get new ones depending on what are your needs uh, and things like that. Then, then after you... Do the working phase. If you got a movie ready for uh, for a premiere, you're gonna do the premiere action, and you can release that movie either in China, in Europe, or in USA. And the parents, when you release the movie, either if it's in US, for example, they're gonna give you more money. If you really if you release it in Europe, well, you're gonna get victory points. If you release it in China, well, you know you're gonna get an extra production card because it's like um, the worker, the work uh, manufacturer there. I guess is more cheap, so that's the, the idea of the theme of the game. And also, you're going to get bon benefits and bonus from the trending that is right now around the world for movies. Uh, you can also win the Oscar, which it will be victory points. You're going to get cer certain rewards. And that's basically how the mechanics of the games are going to work. And after you do all that, then is when the upkeep phase triggers, which is basically what I already just mentioned about refreshing the actors, uh, refreshing the script line as well. Uh, discarding some production cards, getting some new ones, and so forth. Now, in order to make movies, you're wondering, how do you do it? Well, basically, you're going to be picking it up, uh, you know, first the script, in that way you know which movie you're going to make, let's say, Back to the Future, Die Hard, which the art on the game, it's going to tell you which movie release, and the name is going to sound similar, but they don't own the license of the game. The, I'm sorry, from, from, they don't own the license of all the movies, of course. So, you know, it's like a, like a parody, more like an idea, of, of which movie it is, but it's very clear that if you if you love movies, well, you're gonna identify a lot of them or all of them, and as well as the actors. So let's say I'm, I want to do a Back to the Future, right? So I got which I, which I think in the game is called Teenage from the Teenage from the Future or something. So let's say I want to produce that, and that requires me, you know, like um, like a certain cards that I need. Well, then you're gonna try to get those production cards that you need and the actors that you need, and you're gonna put them below your top low. Now the interesting thing is that. Uh, you know, there's a certain time on the game that if you have too many production cards uh, and you don't you don't release the movie at the end of your round, well, Mr. Grumpy is going to come to you and be like, hey, you're taking too long, man. Like, you're taking forever. And every time that you're taking more time, well, you're expending more research from the company. So now, because of that, I need to increase, you know, I increase, I decrease, I'm sorry, my sympathy to you, but I'm going to give you, uh, you know, uh, probably more money or a victory point or whatever. So that's basically, it's very, uh, you know, thematic on that way, which is cool. Uh, also, you have a hand limit of four, so you need to be very careful of that, which uh, knowing uh, the times to play the cards in that way, you never get with four or more cards in your hand because then you will be forced to discard cans, cards, I'm sorry, and probably what you discard, you really need it for the game. So basically, the idea of the game, once again, besides the worker placement, is trying to do the things thematically. So first the script, then the production cards and the actors as well. And that's basically it. Of course, has a lot of more variations the game, but I just wanted to throw you the idea because this game, um, 
there's a lot of it. There's a lot of the game on the small box. It's a lot to offer, a lot of rules, and just the idea of how it works, basically. You're trying to lay down cards in order to form a production line, release the movie, get victory points, get Oscars. Um, in that way, you can you can win uh, the game. Right now, the the end of the game scoring is, is very interesting, and it's very thematic as well. So at the end of the game, you're going to get points, of course, for the sympathy, for, from the sympathy bar, which is the bar uh, that, that tracks the how well Mr. Grumpy likes you or, you know, that relationship. Uh, also, you're going to get uh, victory points for money. You're going to get victory points if you have black dossiers in, uh, with you that you didn't use. You're going to get also victory points if you were able to release a movie on each region. Once again, US, Europe, and China. I like that because that's very thematic, you know. Also, you're going to get victory points if you're releasing the different genres that the game has to offer. For example, they offer action, uh, comedy, drama, and with expansion, horror. So uh, also that you're going to get also points who if you won the most golden statues or Oscars during the game, you know, very thematic as well. Uh, and then you, if, if you're going to get victory point for most markets. That means that whoever releases more movies in US or China or Europe and the most genres, that means if you, you were the one that releases more uh, action movies or, or comedies or dramas and so forth. So the end of the game is very thematic. You get a lot of points and that's why we have these cards that we give to the players. In that way, you know, we all are aware of the end of the game scoring. And because in a lot of the games, worker placement or so forth, that are competitive, well, there's end of the game extra points, but sometimes they don't... Some Well, usually they matter, but there's just like, if you ended up with so much resource, you, you're going to get victory points, right? Well, this one is literally for everything. Everything is going to give you victory points at the end of the game. So that's why... It's very important to keep close attention to that. And once again, it, it attaches very well with the theme of the game. So now that we that we talk about basically and very basically and very generally and try to make it more simplified on how the game plays, let's jump into a next section, which is my favorite and the most interesting, I think, which is where I share my thoughts, where I tell you what I like, why I didn't like, and if I rather play this game solo or competitive in this case. So let's go for it and let's see what we think about movie and pie. Solo or competitive? Okay, so now we are in the section where I tell you if I like to play this game solo or competitive or in both ways or, um, you know, if I, what are my ratings on the game and things like that. Now, before I told you that, I didn't say, so I didn't mention something on this game. Well, two things. The first one, I didn't mention to you how the solo game plays. Just to give you an idea, basically, you have a, a solo deck that you're going to be revealing and it's going to be triggering different events. They're going to be asking you to do, uh, to get different goals, different things. And that's how, how, how basically it works. For example, I'm going to pull out right now, I'm opening here the the solo deck just give me one second where i try to open this c block back okay so for for the solo mode for example now i have the cards here uh, it's very basic like he's going to be triggering different events different things that he's going to be getting um you know like two production cards uh production card like actor the first player token and so forth he has a, like a little bit tableau that you make with with two little cards which is very very nice uh spaces that he can go he gets victory points and also he can release and produce movies. So that's basically it. Like you have another player there. So it gives you the, the ability to play the game solo if you like, you know, as if you were playing two players. And that's basically it. Now, the, the other thing is that I didn't tell you about the technical technical things from Board Game Geek. So let's go for it. Let's see what Board Game Geek says about the game before we, we continue with our thoughts. So on Board Game Geek, uh, the movie Empire has a 7.7 .7 rating. Uh, it has 55 ratings from those. They were put on 7.7. .7, and it tells you that, of course, it plays one to four players. They also, that the age is 14 year plus, And their community said that it's 12 year plus. Oh, okay. And uh, the, the weight of the game is a 2.3 out of 5. That's the complexity rating. So there you go. You have now the, the technical specifications from Board Game Geek. Now, um, now that, we, that I, I'm caught up and now I'm back to my thoughts... Well, first of all, I can tell you, versus playing it solo, versus playing it in competitive, and I did play this game solo. I played this game two-player, three-player, four-player, and then multiple times four-player again, two, 
three and one. <laughs> I guess we went back again. Uh, I play this game quite a lot. And I definitely, definitely, definitely think that this game is way more enjoyable competitive. Uh, I can see and I really appreciate the people from Stimulus Games uh, and also the designer or in this case the director uh, Kirsten Schumann that they add a solo mode in that way, you know, for all of us solo players, solo gamers, we can have fun as well. But uh, <clears throat> once again, even if I appreciate that, I do believe that the game play ways, plays way better uh, as a competitive game. Uh, so that that with that being said, for me, it's the case that if you get the game, you know, uh, you enjoy it competitive, but you also know that you can have the option of playing solo. Now, if you're a totally solo gamer, I don't know if, if, if it's... Um, convenient you know to get this game just for solo that's that's what i'm trying to say now um the components of the game the components of the game i think they're cool the art of the game some of my friends didn't like it that much i did like it i did like that you know they did it in a smart way of licensing wise that you can still get all the movies of course they changed some of the names right but you can identify the movies so if you're like me that you love movies and you especially grew up uh, i don't know in the 80s and 90s well you're gonna get a bunch of those movies like jaws like back to the future like we mentioned you also get die hard you know the indiana jones any movie from the pop culture that you can think uh you can get it now with expansions which i really like that they send it uh to us or to me uh the horror expansion is very cool you get like uh the Bram Stoker Draculas and different horror movies as well. Scream, I think I saw it around there. So the art is pretty cool. Uh, so if you like that that theme, well, definitely it's there. The mechanics of the game, well, like we talk about it, very simple, worker placement. Now, one interesting thing about the mechanics, and I didn't say it on the gameplay, um, you know, is that, and it's a pro for this game, I think the, the mechanics of the game are very thematically attached to it. What I'm trying to say is like, for example, when you start to four uh, with four assistants or workers, you are able to, to use two for free. But if you want to use your third assistant, now you need to need, need to pay money. If you want to use your fourth assistant, now it's even more expensive and you need to spend more money. So, for example, for the third one, you're going to spend three. For the fourth one, you're going to spend four. The first and two are free. But let's say that you want to use your third one in order to, you know, to get a certain car, certain actor. Well, it's going to cost you the, the three uh, money from to, in order to pay that extra assistant and then whatever the actor is uh, cost. So um, that's why I'm saying the theme is it's there, definitely, the mechanics, and that's a big pro. Uh, but also you get in the situation, like, for example, I'm out of worker assistance, right, once again, and now I have my movie ready, but I don't have an assistant to go and release the movie. Or premiere the movie so i probably will have to pay four in order to send to my assistant to premiere that movie but even if it's an expensive that's when you think about that's when you start to think like, okay it's gonna cost me four money but i can get this this much victory points but probably if i send it to us from those four that i will spend i will get three back and you know that is strategy wise of you know of, of or what to do with your workers and when to spend and when it's worth it to spend in order to send them as well to do you know, your assistants, once again, <laughs> to do the work for you. So that mechanic I really like. I think it feels very well, uh, very attached with the theme. One thing that I don't like, uh, but at the same time, I understand. As And let me start with this. As all of you know and notice, even if this is your first time on the show, my primary language is not English, right? My primary language is Spanish. So, um, you know, even even in the podcast, I'm pretty sure I do a lot of mistakes. I say a lot of words that they don't make any sense, probably. And also my accent. So I say this because one of the things that I didn't like from the game is that, for example, uh, the symbols. Like, like for example, uh, when on the assistant worker tableau, on the tableau that you get, it says the space where the third and the fourth workers are, are it seems like it says minus three and minus four, right? Things like that. So you're like, okay, so, so should I subtract minus three or minus four? Or, or, or it has like a minus thing. And then and then on some of the, the places that you go as well, uh, it says minus three, minus four. And some of them, they sometimes they mean that you uh, you get four coins. For example, on the Mr. Grumpy deck, it's, there's a card that it tells you that it will give you four coins. He will give you four coins. But it says 
it seems like it says minus four, but it's actually he's not taking minus four from you. He's giving you four gold. But now, uh, <clears throat> you know, things like that, little things like that, that I think is because of the language. Uh, you know, for I don't know how it's in in Germany. Uh, probably they put this little the little uh, line be, uh, besides the numbers. So that's the only thing. Now, uh, that's not a big deal anyway, because you can still, you know, <clears throat> you can uh, still do the actions and so forth. So it's very understandable. Now, the other thing is the rule book. Uh, I was going back and forth in the rule books and some rules like, you know, oh my God, how do I do this? How do I do that? But if, if we fall in this situation, thankfully, thankfully, the designer uh, and the people from Stimulus Game, they're very responsive on social media and on also on board game geek so if you go to board game geek there's a faq already and things like that about these rules and also the comments that all of you amazing listeners put there so that's another thing uh you know where you can still find the answers but once again the does that symbology of minus and 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 things like that on the on the gold that sometimes they don't mean they don't mean minus actually they were confusing not only for me also for the other players so that's the, that's one of the things uh, that, that I wanted to mention, right? Probably for you, it's not a big deal. Probably if you have played the game, you're like, no, Derek, I mean, it's very clear. But I'm just I'm sharing with you the thoughts from my uh, from my gaming group and people that I play the game with that they were also that, that was also their, their feedback and their concerns. Because once again, before I talk to about a game, I usually try to play the game, you know, solo, like in this case, and also play it with different people. And that way I can get a more... Um, global thoughts on the game as well and not only my 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 thoughts even if 90 percent of the thoughts are my thoughts also i get a little piece pieces and bits from from what i heard when i'm playing the game with my group also um the the rule book is the other thing like i said but once again even i i believe if i'm if i don't remember incorrectly um the designer mentioned something like you know it's my first game i'm trying to get better um <clears throat> and there was mistakes on the rule book but now they are corrected. I think that it also falls on the translation from German to English, which I'm pretty sure is very hard, just as Spanish to English as well. Uh, but those are the, the only the only probably two things, negative things that I have to say about the game. That probably even that they are not negatives. Now, uh, like I said, I rather play this game competitive. To be honest with you, um, I back this game because I like the theme. If you like the theme of the game, then it's definitely a recommendation from me to you. If you don't care about movies, if you don't care about the theme, uh, you know, I don't know if this is the right game for you. And I think also it was very clear that aspect of the game from the designer's standpoint and the publisher. Because once again, it's a movie game. It's a game about making movies. The other game that I can compare to this one that is not, it's not the same mechanics, but it's, you know, similar-ish, I guess, is the networks, right? Where you're trying to, to broadcast TV shows and so forth. Well, this is about movies. So if you like movies better than, than shows, then once again, you get the theme in this game. Basically, a, a worker placement with the theme, you know, trying to pick up cards and play cards and uh, produce your movies. Um, globally, globally, I think I, I will give at this game a rating of 3.5. We're going from zero that you don't like it, five that you love it. I think it's a game that, you know, I played multiple times again and... It's a game that I'm willing to bring back to the table. I'm willing to bring to show it to new players. Why? Because I th I I think the theme really helps the game. Why? Because it's a very popular theme. I mean, who doesn't like movies, right? Everybody likes movies, and especially the classic ones, like like the ones that I mentioned, right? So let's say if I go to a friend's house, even if they're not board gamers, I mean, I feel comfortable bringing this game because first, I can teach it. Once you know the game, it's not easy. It's not hard to teach. Uh, and at the same time, everybody likes movies and you can laugh about the scene and you have fun when you're releasing a certain movie that you like and things like that. It happens to me, for example, when I, the last time that I was playing, one of my friends is a huge fan of Jurassic Park. And when he released Jurassic Park, he was happy because he released Jurassic Park. And the same happened to me when I released Back to the Future and to my other friend, the Star Wars one. So, you know, it has that that theme and enjoyment on the table as well. And it has a very interesting mechanics and, you know, that you are going to be learning during the game. So, yeah, that was Movie Empire at 3.5. If you have a chance to get it from your gaming store or online or something, I mean, yeah, just definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of videos out there as well that they uh, do some playthroughs. Uh, in that way, you can check them as well. But if, if, if you want to know my thought, my opinion on the game, 
that is it. It's a 3.5. Do you need the expansions? Probably not. I mean, it's cooler to have the expansions, you know, for the horror movies. But if not, I mean, you can, with the base game, you get uh, most of the of the pop culture movies that, you know, that they're out there. Anyway, this was Movie Empire. Once again, this was episode number 57. I hope you enjoy. Once again, I apologize for my cold uh, voice. <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully if by next episode, I will be, uh, you know, uh, you know, back to normal but also i wanted to mention that you know i want to take this opportunity i guess that uh to share with you that i really i really enjoy doing this i really love doing this and if you happen to listen to this episode or to previous ones and you want to reach out to me once again please do there's many many ways either through facebook uh, uh instagram twitter solo bg podcast or you can shoot me an email at solo bg podcast at gmail.com and even in, I'm recording right now a little bit, you know, with running outs and things like that, uh, a little bit congested. I still do it because I love it. I mean, I was thinking like, you know what? Probably this weekend I won't record an episode because, you know, in that way I can get better. But honestly, once again, I love it. And even if it's only one person listening in the other side of the speaker, I will do it. So, uh, you know, also the hobby is amazing. The hobby is super friendly. And I'm pretty sure you agree with me. You agree with me. That's why you are here in this hobby, and that's why you are listening to the, this podcast. Share it with your friends. You know, be happy and keep playing, keep keep gaming. I hope right now with all the thing with the coronavirus, unfortunately around the world, I hope everything gets solved. Because unfortunately, I was reading last night that the cool mini or not uh, or Simon or Camon convention in Atlanta, Georgia, I believe, it got canceled. Uh, you know, to protect the staff. To protect the employees of Simon, to protect the the all of all of us, the gamers. So I hope I hope the world can can heal from this. We can evolve. We can learn in the way these things doesn't happen again. If they, if they happen, we are prepared. Uh, and also, I hope that more conventions they don't get canceled. And if they get, if they get canceled, I'm pretty sure it's for our own safety and for everybody's safety. And like always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope I see you in the next episode or hear you in the next episode number 58. And like always, remember... For victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop.